once verified. Priority one message from Starfleet coming in on secure channel. Captains, you're listening to episode 308 of Priority One Podcast, your weekly report on all things Star Trek, recorded live on Thursday, March 2nd, 2017, and available for download or streaming on Monday, March 6th, at PriorityOnePodcast.com. I'm Elijah. I'm Kenna. And I'm Tony. And in our recording booth is our audio engineer, Winters. How's it going, folks? So, Tony, what do we have this week? This week, we're trekking out how you could be dining with the cast of DS9 in Vegas and the latest release update for Star Trek Discovery. In Star Trek Online News, we're catching you up with the latest events, and later, Jace is here with another Trek Lit 101. As always, before we wrap up the show, we'll open hailing frequencies for your incoming messages. Captains, you know we'd love to keep the conversation going throughout the week, so reach out to us. We're on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Priority One Podcast. We're on Twitter at Priority One Pod. You can send us an email via incoming at PriorityOnePodcast.com, or you can leave us a voicemail by clicking the little microphone icon at the top of the page at PriorityOnePodcast.com. Now, I just want to take a quick moment, as I do every week, to thank our Patreon supporters. With financial support through Patreon, we're able to keep the lights on and the tapes rolling, you know, because we record on tape. So you can find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash priority one. But you can also help us out in other ways too. If you have the time, we'd really love you to subscribe to us on iTunes or leave a review, or even just share our show with your fellow Trekkies. It all helps. And we do genuinely love the support you guys show us every week just by engaging with us on social media and in our live shows on Facebook. It's why we're here and it really keeps us going, so thank you. Now let's check out the latest news from the Star Trek multiverse. I don't know. Then let's check it out. A few weeks ago, we mentioned a new documentary from the group that brought us For the Love of Spock and other recent Star Trek documentaries. Their latest endeavor, What We Left Behind, looking back at Star Trek Deep Space Nine, is currently running an Indiegogo campaign to raise the funds to produce the documentary. As of this recording, they are well over 250%, over their initial goal, of course. So, at this point, we're getting the documentary no matter what. However, the team does have additional stretch goals that would help take this documentary to the next level. For instance, if they raise $500,000, they will actually work with Doug Drexler to remaster select show clips in high definition. Something that we recently reported is unlikely to ever happen with Voyager or Deep Space Nine. So in order to help, they've introduced a few new perks. For instance, if you plan on going to Star Trek Las Vegas this year for the convention, you could spend $625 for a digital stream of the documentary, the general admission package for Star Trek Las Vegas, a Deep Space Nine autographed swag bag, a private Deep Space Nine meet and greet, and private film event access, and of course your name in the credits. So look, look at it this way. The general admission tickets are already about $300. Just to 
attend the convention. You're paying an additional 300 to wine and dine with some of the Deep Space Nine cast. That's that's pretty killer, if you ask me. No, that is a really good deal, actually. That's a really, really good deal. You can pay a lot of money for just, you know, just a meet and greet, just a picture opportunity in, in Vegas. So an extra $300. I mean, it doesn't say exactly who's going to be there, but that's like, I don't know, that's like, depending on the person, is like three or four people's pictures. But you'd actually get to go and hang out with those people and meet them one-on-one. That's really good value. And you know that Steven Ira Bear is going to be there. Like he's he's the man behind this, right? So it's not going to be it's not going to be the gaffer that you're going to be hanging out with. Although that guy rocks. To <laughs> yeah, he does rock. He's a very rock. he's no. a very important part of the team. Bob, Linda. man, that guy no, is hilarious. No, um, yeah, let's not let's not underplay gaffers. We just upset all of our gaffers that listen to the show. The one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't mess with the crew, man. Tony, you're you, you know you've been going to Vegas every year for the last several uh, years. Off and on, I missed one or two in there, but uh, you're a Deep Space Nine fan. Would you cough up the additional three hundred bucks no. in addition to the? No, all right. No, I mean, no, I, and it's just me. It's just I, I don't, I don't pay for the autographs. I don't pay for the pictures. I did intercept John Delancey once in the hallway and got a picture taken with him. But in my defense, my daughter's a huge My Little Pony fan, and he's he's Pony Q Discord in Friendship is Magic, and so that, that she was pretty thrilled about that. So what you're saying is, you're a brony. No, but he is. He's a huge one. He did the, uh, did you see the, uh, did you see the brony, it was like the, the brony music video or something? He likes his whole poem. It's fantastic. Just just Google uh, John Delancey brony, and it is hilarious. Well worth your five minutes. Absolutely hilarious. How about you, Winters? Would you pay that extra money? Yeah, I don't think that I would, um, to be honest. Uh, Last year was my first time going to Vegas, and I suppose I'm not that much of a die-hard fan, even though I am a big fan of Deep Space Nine. What Vegas was for me was meeting other fans, you know, actually getting the opportunity to meet other Star Trek fans, and that was the highlight for me. So I don't think I would actually fork over the money for that. Well, in addition to Star Trek Las Vegas, you could pay about $300 to attend either the New York City or the L.A. premiere of the film, which includes two tickets to either one, right? So if you do the L.A., two tickets for L.A. If you do the New York one, you get two tickets. So for those of you listeners that are on the East Coast and near New York City, who wants to split it with me? Because I will totally go. Now, of course, there are smaller perks that start at $5 and up, so... Check out the Indiegogo campaign before time runs out, because you've only got until about Thursday after this show airs. Links, of course, will be in the show notes. And last week, we reported that actor Doug Jones had dropped a hint during a podcast interview that Star Trek Discovery might hit sometime in the fall. Well, in a conference with investors at the Morgan Stanley Technology, Media, and Telecom Conference, CBS chief Les Moonves said the new series should hit CBS All Access, quote, Sometime late summer, early fall, we're looking at probably right now. It's important to get it right, and Star Trek is the family jewels. We're not going to rush it in. There's a lot of post-production, but I'm very confident based on what I've seen so far. End quote. So there we have it. We didn't get a specific date to get disappointed over. Now we'll just have a sad Labor Day, possibly Halloween, when Discovery hasn't hit CBS All Access. Oh, I'm sorry. Was that too negative of me? Am I being too pessimistic? Hashtag sarcasm. So, you know what? Honestly, this sounds like the worst case scenario. And I hate to be a negative Nelly. 
but I was a sarcastic Steve, so go for it. Okay, fair enough. But like late summer? Seriously? I mean, okay. Technically, the... September twentieth is the last day of summer. Okay, yeah, but when we think of late summer, we think of August. At least that's what I usually think. Of. Well, whatever. It's the semantics. Because we've talked about this before, and I'm not convinced that putting up a internet-only, streaming-only show against the fall broadcast lineup is a very good idea. But the premiere will be on the broadcast for the for the sweepies. Okay, okay. So if Kenna's going to be the negative Nancy, Tony the sarcastic Steve, then I'm going to be the condescending Cuban Pete. Uh, and say that I will believe it when I see it. I am done. I wash my hands of debut dates and estimates. And I just, I look, if, if there's if pictures or it didn't happen, video or it's not going to come out. Like that's where I am right now. But if anybody has any pictures they want to leak of the sets, uh, the graphics, the special effects, we'll be happy to digest those. Uh, well, they've started shooting stuff. I don't know. Did will they? Will they? It's going to come out eventually, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. You don't. Don't you dare say oh yeah because, given the nature of things, it could very well be a no no. Even for Star Trek, there is a there's a monetary limit to what they're going to spend to rejigger and refactor and do all this kind of stuff even for Star Trek at some point they're going to go if if stuff doesn't doesn't run right now what's interesting to me is that in the quote he does say the phrase post production so have they finished principal filming no 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 i mean this is just, they're talking for the for the the show's design is going to require lots of post production and you've seen this as a trend right i mean even in the we talked this before. You're having a combination of real and CGI in your sets. Uh, we talked about the costume that uh, Doug Jones is going to be wearing. Probably is going to have CGI elements in addition to prosthetics. I mean, the, by design, this show is going to have a lot of post-production in it. Well, Captains, what do you think? Get in on the discussion by commenting on our Facebook or Twitter posts, or you can also send us an email directly to incoming at PriorityOnePodcast.com. Now let's find out what happened this week in Star Trek Online. Computer status report. Status. Incoming message. I'm only in the mood for good news today. Well, Captains, welcome again to Star Trek Online News, where it's really all about upcoming events. But first, there's a big back-end change that some players should be aware of. We've known it's coming for a while, but this week's PC patch notes, the proverbial door, has finally been shut to players on older PCs and other systems. The note states, quote, Star Trek Online will no longer be supporting Windows XP or Direct 3D or video cards with a Direct 3D hardware feature less than 10.0, end quote. On the accompanying forum post, Community Manager Ambassador Kell reminded players that, quote, Star Trek Online is no longer supported on Mac and has never officially supported Wine. While some players have found ways to use those OS and applications for Star Trek Online, after Thursday's update, this will no longer be possible, end quote, and sad face. Sad face. face. To be fair... If there are players out there who are still running Windows XP and Direct3D, you could really do with updating your systems. You probably have a virus. There's <laughs> a very good chance. So Microsoft no longer supports Windows XP. The latest release of that 
operating system was in 2008. Yeah. And Direct3D 10.0, which is the the lowest version that they're that they're supporting now in Star Trek Online, came out in 2007. So if you've got a computer that's older than 10 years old, you might want to think about updating. There is a good chance you are a botnet all by yourself. You've probably been taken out. You're like a mattress that's been completely taken out with with dust mites. Like they, that, yeah. That's 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 kind of where you're at there. So now, what about VMware? Well, again, that's a that's a virtual machine running on top of an OS that then interfaces with the hardware. Right. So I think I think it's I think you'd have it. I was never able to get Star Trek Online to run on VMware, and this was several years ago when I was using a Mac laptop primarily for work. Um, so and I have I haven't done it for a while, but I remember trying to get it to work in uh, Parallels and VMware and having no success either way. And then Wine running Wine um, let me run it under OS 10. But then I, what I would do, I, I would just I would use Boot Camp to boot to my Windows XP partition and run much better. So that's what uh, I do. Okay, all right, that's fair. Yeah, that's probably that's probably what Skiffy's doing. He's probably doing a boot camp. I think so. Yeah. So there is that option for you, Captain. So I know we got super technical there for a second, but essentially, let's say you are on a Mac. Mac does support something called Boot Camp, and what that allows you to do is that when you first boot up your machine, you can essentially pick between your Mac OS or Windows. Now you do need a fully functional licensed copy of Windows to run, so Windows 10 in this case, but you would ha essentially have the option of booting up either Windows to play Star Trek Online or switch over to your Mac. It's a bit of a headache, it's a bit of a, of a workaround, and you do have to invest and make the purchase of, of Windows 10, but it's something to consider. Or skip it all and uh, buy an Xbox. Or a PS4. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> that brings us to this week's community question. Have you been affected by Star Trek Online ending support for older systems? We want to hear from you. Leave us a comment with your experiences at PriorityOnePodcast.com forward slash PO308 or comment on Twitter or Facebook. Following on from our discussion last week about tentpole events, The Breach has returned to PCs as a limited time event and will be arriving on consoles for the first time soon as well. The event runs for three weeks and during that time, completing the daily Breach queue will earn you Voth Operative Transmissions. These you can save up and turn in for the grand prize, a bundle of 50,000 dilithium ore, 500 fleet marks, 250 other marks, and a new Voth melee weapon, the Furiadon's Fangs. The queue has trimmed down to make it a quicker experience for the event and now running closer to the 10-minute mark rather than the 20-minute-plus mark it might have run you the last time. Curse you, Winters, you were right. For those of you familiar with the queue, it's only three stages now, the engineering room, the core room, and then your escape. They've also tweaked objectives and path communication in an attempt to improve the quality of life in this particular queue. The Breach queue is available on PC now through the 23rd of March and runs on Xbox One and PlayStation 4 from March 16th to April 7th. So the rework that they've done on this queue is absolutely fantastic. As you pointed out there, Tony, it is closer to 10 minutes now. And what I really, really like about this is if you've got a good team, you could probably even crack 10 minutes. Yeah, and more importantly, Winters, you were right because they, they, they rejiggered it to 10 <laughs> minutes. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah. they were listening to Winters and going, God, that guy, that guy's right. We should just do yep. what he says. <laughs> yeah, because they definitely did that in the space between the time that Monday's episode came out Absolutely, and yeah, Thursday's yeah, patch went I mean, live. come on, they just had to go snip, Yeah, snip. that definitely Hey, happened. I worked at the foundry. I know how this works. You just cut out these two <laughs> triggers here, just ram it the whole way through. You know, you're done. You, you cut, you cut, uh, erase all the spawns, delete the spawns. Bing, bang, mm -hmm. boom. 
Well, I've, I've played this and it, you know, they've kept the fun in it and it's now mm-hmm. doable if you have, you know, more than one tune, uh, which I do. Um, so I think they've really hit the nail on the head with this. I have no doubt some people won't like it, mm-hmm. but they'll never be able to please everybody. But I think uh, overall, from what I've heard, most people are liking the changes. Well, there's one more new event that's popped up on the in-game calendar on PC, although at the time of this recording it hasn't officially been announced yet. From the 3rd through the 7th of April, an event called First Contact Day slash Day of Honor slash Republic Day is running in-game. Here's what the tooltip says, quote, Visit Utopia Planitia and learn about First Contact Day, visit the Bordeskew at Kronos and meet the crew, or go to New Romulus to tour the Lisette's bridge. Starfleet officers celebrate First Contact Day with the crew of the Enterprise F at Utopia Planitia. Pick up a replica of the Phoenix. Imperial warriors head to Kronos and visit the Bordeskew, which is in the shipyard for the Day of Honor. Meet the crew of the ship and gain a commemorative bronze batleth. Romulan Republic officers, the RRW Lisette is in orbit of New Romulus for the Republic Day celebration. Visit it and receive a non-combat Nanov pet." End quote. Now we haven't had any more details on this event other than that, so I must stress that as always it's subject to change. However, it looks like we may be getting a new event at the start of April with some faction-specific giveaways to boot. This is actually um, a nice surprise because I don't think they've run First Contact Day for a couple of years now. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why. What? No. Didn't run last year. No. It's really? n- it's never run since I've played the game. Yeah, so it's, that's, it's been that's like... So back two or three years. Yeah, two or three years since they last done this. Mm. Yeah. Did they just do it for the launch of the uh, Odyssey? Was that what it, the last time it was? No, no, they've done it after that as well. Okay. Um, but, but it's about two or three years since they last done it. Mm. It didn't run last year, didn't run the year before. So, um, guys, don't forget that if you're having a baby, now's the yeah. time to name it Zephram Cochran. We're running out of time for the, the timeline to match up. Yeah. Is your last name Cochran? Not, not you, oh, but, right. you know, like, listeners. He could, he could marry a nice girl whose last name was Cochran and take her name. Yeah, and the, pro- and the problem with all of that is, is if, if you want to keep the timeline intact, then we're going to have to go through, like, World War Three or the eugenics wars between... Oh, like, that's already on the schedule, dear. It's, it's like, any time now. Like, I mean, I don't know if you've been paying attention to politics. Like, anyway, if we, if we could go ahead and break the timeline, oh, that'd oh, be great. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. okay. And lastly, before we wrap up Star Trek Online news, here are some more upcoming events to look forward to. On PC, from the 16th through the 20th of March, it's an item upgrade weekend. From the 6th through the 10th of April, it's a shuttle weekend that follows on just after the first contact day event. And then at the end of April, the 20th to the 24th, the Ilachi Alert weekend, bringing back, what else? The Ilachi Red Alert. For console players, there's two big events currently running, the Anniversary event and the Temporal Recruit event. Those are coming to a close soon. The Anniversary event ends on March 17th. Temporal Recruit event ends on April 4th. As always, events are subject to change without notice. Be sure to keep your eye on the in-game calendars or listen in here at Priority One for more news and updates from Star Trek Online. That's all for this week in Star Trek Online news. Now let's open hailing frequencies for your incoming messages. Message coming in, sir. Hailing frequencies. Open. See, we are getting to know each other. Well, Captains, this is the part of the show where we open hailing frequencies for your incoming messages. 
Episode 307's first community question was, what storytelling traditions of the past Star Trek series do you hope to see in the new series? Hilarious villains and cheesy interspecies romance, or hot-button topics and socioeconomic commentary? From Twitter, Drogan1701 wrote all of the above! Exclamation point. Also from Twitter, James Sillette agrees with Drogan, but adds, Star Trek has always had some of everything, and I'd like to see that continue but with better continuity with canon. And from Facebook, Jay Galloway says, I hope we get more Star Trek episodes that teach us how to make the right choices and to really think about our decisions in life. As a society, we seem to make snap decisions without thinking about the consequences of those decisions. I would love to see Star Trek remind its fans that we need to think before we act. That was deep, Jay. That was deep. Yeah, I mean, I think Star Trek is at its best when it challenges us to think about our own situation and how certain things play out. And what's fun about his particular comment is that this series is going to be a Netflix-ish serial, right? So we're going to have time to tell long stories where decisions made early on can reverberate down like four or five episodes. We can go, oh yeah, when they did that thing back in episode five, planted the seed, and now here we are examining the consequences of that. So this format may lend itself to Jay's particular uh, preference. And episode 307's second community question was, What changes are you looking forward to or are you afraid of with the coming balance changes in Star Trek Online? From Twitter, Shane at STO Shane says, Like P1Winters83 was saying last episode, I'm hoping the changes hold back the power creep and keep content fun. James Salette tweeted at us, I'd rather see AI improvements myself. I don't see much changing for me either way with this. I feel like Winters spoke for me in that discussion. Winters, speaking for the listeners. He fights for the users. <laughs> Thank you, Jim Slash. And from Twitter, Captain Bill Morgan says, I play the game for the people. Any changes in the game, I'll adjust to. That I completely agree with, um, Captain Morgan. Um, that I'm exactly the same way. The changes in the game, we'll all get used to eventually, but the reason we stick around is for the story content and for hanging out with our friends, so I agree. Speaking of playing with friends, Priority One is going to schedule game nights on Monday night, and it'll probably be in Star Trek Online, but you know, we might branch out to other things to have fun. But we'll be on our TeamSpeak server, which is chat.priorityonepodcast.com at around, what do we say, 10, 10.30 Eastern? Mm-hmm, yep. around then. Yep. Yeah, we'll do it. You know, it doesn't have to be long for an hour. Come and go as you please, and find us in-game on Star Trek Online if you're interested, and uh, join us for some fun. A podcast that plays together stays together. I want to give you a great big hug, Elijah. And for a priority on podcast.com, Sean Newboy writes in and says, Great show, everyone. I'm afraid they will get rid of problems that no one cares about and create new ones. <laughs> well, that's a patch. That's yeah. A, yeah, it's, there you go. Sounds like business as usual. Business as usual. <laughs> <laughs> we also had some general feedback regarding our Star Trek Online Arena of Sumpec discussion, as well as our discussion with Dr. Hurd regarding Trappist One. Head to our social media outlets to read the great commentary and get in on the discussion. Dr. Robert Hurd has been attentive to our social media posts and has been answering a few questions. So if you got something, put it in there. Yeah, I saw, and I saw one piece of feedback that said the Belgians didn't get any credit. Well, there's two problems here. 
I think Dr. Hurt did mention the original team from the University of Liege. They found the original system with two planets, which caused Spitzer to point at it. So I think Hurt got them credit. But the other thing is, is that as we all know from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, you can't say Belgium in polite company. So if there's any Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy fans out there, they will respect our restricted use of the B word. Thank you, Tony. You're welcome. Well, that wraps up episode 308 of Priority One Podcast. But before we go, we'd like to send a special thanks to our Patreon supporters, Navy Boat Slew, David S., Lee Malian, and Admiral. Here's our community question for the week. Have you been affected by Star Trek Online ending support for older systems? Captains, you know we love hearing from you, so leave us a comment on our website at PriorityOnePodcast.com, on our Facebook page at Facebook.com forward slash PriorityOnePodcast, or tweet us via at PriorityOnePod. You can even leave us a voicemail via SpeakPipe. Just click on the microphone button on our homepage. Don't miss a thing from the world of Star Trek. Catch our episodes every Monday morning by pointing your favorite podcast app to feeds.priorityonepodcast.com. You can even join in on the fun while we record our episodes live on Thursday nights at around 11 p.m. Eastern. Keep an eye on our social media channels for details. And if that wasn't enough, you can join us in Star Trek Online in the Priority One Armada. If you're interested, just head over to PriorityOneArmada.com and sign up today. This episode of Priority One Podcast is brought to you by our patrons through Patreon.com. Find out more and add your support at P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Priority One. Even if you can't make a financial contribution, please help spread the word about the show and invite your fellow Trekkies. It's your support that keeps us going. Don't forget to tune in to Priority One Productions' Guard Frequency Podcast at GuardFrequency.com, covering the world of space sims, including Star Citizen, Elite Dangerous, Descent Underground, and many more. If you like this show, then listening to Guard Frequency is the logical choice. <laughs> Thanks to our audio team, led by Michael McDonald, with assistance from Brandon Parker and Jake Morgan, and support from Midnight Shadow 7 of Hollow Sweep Media. Thanks to Henry Pomper, the designer of the new Priority One Podcast website. Thanks to the composer of our theme music, Chris Watts. Thanks to our syndication partners, Subspace Radio and Trek Radio. Thanks to associate producer, Navy Boat Slew. Most importantly, a big thanks to you, the Star Trek community, our listeners. Because without your ongoing support, none of this would be possible. Enemy ship on sensors. Red alert. Ready weapons. Engage. Kiss that microphone, damn it. Hello, everybody. <laughs> you see how much better that sounded? Wow. Look at all that. Ooh. That was good, though. I got Bring a little excited. I know. Yeah. It's, Chills. I felt, Chills. I felt warm. Yeah. <laughs>
So Tony, See, and he didn't move back to the microphone either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> he stayed places, there. Man. <laughs> Captains, you know we love talking with you throughout the week, so reach out to us via Facebook at facebook.com uh, forward slash what, what, what? You, dude, you were so out of practice. You totally fluffed the line and then you it. didn't start over again. You did. You went, we love to th- with, with <laughs> you and then you just kept on going. You fluffed it, dude. All right. Start over. Listen to the governor. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Combining the nickname and getting up on the microphone. Our podcast evolves every week. Don't miss, don't miss an episode, folks. Oh yeah, it keeps us going. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Can I do my line? Can I do my line now? Okay. This is Trek It Out Part Two, Sync One, Elijah. This is Trek It Out Part Two, Sync One, Kenna. Is that right? <laughs> So no, confused. no. DC is Tony. Sync three. It's check it out. Three B, four C. This is Winters. Check it out. Sync four, part B. Self destruct completed and engaged. Awaiting right. final code for check it out. Down. <laughs> thir- Look, somebody cry. Somebody's tearing. Somebody's ups- like terribly upset at the fact that we can't even sync up properly now. Oh, I'm Ten, sorry, listeners. Nine, I'm sorry. Eight, okay, I'm gonna seven, uh, trek it out six, in three, five, two. I can't imagine that there's anything that we what if what. Oh. <laughs> what kind of wait? No, I got one. I got is, one. I, th- I got one. I got one. And our community question for this week is pause. What kind of jewels is Star Trek? <laughs> Family, crown, that. or other? Let us know. Comment on this show's post right. at PriorityOnePodcast.com forward slash PO308. I just can't believe he said, oh. <laughs> this is Elijah, Star Sync 1. This is Kenna, Stone News, Sync 2. This is Tony Stone News. What happened to the self-destruct countdown? Sync three. This is Winters Stone News in three. Oh. STO News Sync four. Wow. You know why? You know why? Because he's not talking <laughs> into the microphone. Because he's not bringing the sexy. <laughs> gotta bring the sexy. Yeah, you Winters. have to have. All right. Yeah. Come on, yeah. man. I'm you, you gotta. My, yeah, he's got to knock the roast off. You have to activate sexy voice in order to uh, be allowed to sync. My my brain is totally not in this. It's been two weeks. I don't I don't remember what I'm doing. Tony, you should have taken the live stream this week. Just sure, like that that, that would have been a good All idea. Right, gonna, you know, an hour and a half. Too ago. late. <laughs> Here we go. Star Trek Online news. Excuse you. <laughs> Star Trek Online news. In three. I got shushed. Two. Starfleet officers celebrate first contact day with the crew of the. U- mm. God, I can't read it. Hang on. It's the name of the ship is the Enterprise. Yeah, I the know, Enterprise. I know, I know. And enter and mm-hmm. you may have heard of it on Star Trek. The en- Enterprise. I'm not surprised she doesn't watch Star Trek. Ooh. That's so. Do you want a dermal regenerator for that burn? <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to watch Star Trek. I listen to Mission Log. It's fine. That's all she wrote for this week in Star Trek Online news. Now over to Jace with another Trek Lit 101. That's. That's literally That's all, she, all wrote. she wrote. It is literally all, literally all I wrote. Yes. Because there's not an awful lot of news. 
Star Trek has always had some sort of... <clears throat> you can do it. <laughs> Thank you. Did you say reverbate? That's not a word. As either said, reverberate or reverbate. (laughs) I believe both are acceptable pronunciations. We can check that after the show. And then Winters can fix it in post. (laughs) Winters is not here this weekend. It's me. I'm taking taking this week off. Then Elijah can fix it in post. Elijah can fix it in post. Let me give it to you again, Elijah. Reverbate, reverberate. You can just cut and paste whichever one is better. Yeah, that's going to happen. We can check that after the show. And then Winters can fix it in post. <laughs> Winters is not I'm, here this weekend. It's Jake Morgan. I'm taking, and, oh, I'm taking this right. week off. That's right. No, Jake can fix it in post. Jake can fix it in post. That'd be great. Okay, let me give it to you again. Jake, reverberate, reverberate. You can just cut and paste whichever one is better. Decisions made early on can reverberate down like four or five episodes. We can go. Yeah, that's going to Yeah, really that's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like Winters spoke for me in that decision. Winters speaking for the man. Or that discussion. Oh. Oh, everything. Oh, every- there it was. Oh, the video I, hug. I think I see you hugging me. Everything is freezing <laughs> up on me a little bit, but that's okay. I wanted to point that out. Thank you. I don't know what you're talking about. Everybody hit Neither stop. Way. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Philistines. But before we go, here's our community question for the week. I just said before we go. Huh? I just said, but before you go. It's because that's what happens when you ad-lib off the script. See, I follow the instructions on the screen, and you just make stuff up as you go. And then you yell at me for doing what I'm supposed to do. Mm. Mm. You know what? But if you were a a, Mm. a good Mm. co-star. That's not how a good good leader works, Captain. You'd be able able to feed Uh, off of me. None none of us are co-stars here, Elijah. This is not a starring thing. Acting is about reacting. Oh, okay. for heaven's sake. Acting is about React to this. <laughs> <laughs> There's the give and the take. There's the tomato and the tomato. Right, okay. I got your tomato right here. Thanks to our syndication partners, Subspace Radio and Trek... Bra- Trek Thanks Radio. to our... I've only said this 307 times. <laughs> Bow, 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 bow,